I really want to get to a point where if we're learning about, you know, like if we're learning about certain animals, I want to take them to a zoo in another country or another state. Like Let's take a week and go to the Chattanooga Aquarium. So in science this week, we're studying dolphins. Let's go to Chattanooga for a week. Let's go to this place for a week. Let's go to Spain for a month. Let's go. That's really our dream. We really want to take our girls on an adventure. I believe some of the greatest things can be learned by exploration. And so we've decided, hey, we don't want them to just be locked into a classroom. I want to expose them to so many different adventures. Hi, all. This is Amanda of The Amanda Ferguson Show, Season 2. If you are a faithful listener, thank you so much for coming back. If this is your very first time listening to me, feel free to go back to Season 1 to catch up on all of the goodness there. Here we talk about Jesus, life, family, business, and really everything in between. And if you love it, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review to stay connected to me on social media, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Mrs. Amanda Ferguson. Now, let's get to it. All right, you all, I'm so excited. Now, you already know I'm super excited to be back on for another episode, but I really want to start out with a listener shout out because Listen, you all, you warm my heart so much every time, every single day I log in and I see all of these amazing reviews. It just really, some of them really bring me to tears. And so I really want to highlight one particular person uh, on this episode and then I'll continue to do listener shout outs. So listen to this one. This one says, wow, the Joe Naughton episode is my absolutely absolute favorite out of all the episodes. It was amazing. Oh my God. She said, God will heal our pain as if it was never there. This gave me so much hope. I have so much pain from various things and to know that there's life after grief and loss is so uplifting. I can be powerful again. Thanks so much, Amanda, for sharing this episode. It moved mountains. Woo! I understand. Because that episode blessed me and every episode blesses me. And I'm so grateful for all of you who have tuned in so far. And for those of you who are just joining me for the very first episode, welcome to the journey. So let's dive in. If you're listening to this show on the date, August 26th, it is officially my girl's first day of homeschool. Ah, I don't know. Getting a little teary. I just thinking about it. You know, I used to see all of these back to school pictures and parents crying and saying, I can't believe she's going to kindergarten and first grade. And they would just cry. And before I had kids, I was like, what are they crying about? What is so sad? And now as my children are getting older, I find myself crying over the smallest things. Oh, she lost another tooth and I'm just I'm just done. But it's it's amazing watching them grow. So I wanted to do this episode because I mentioned on my Instagram about a week or so ago that we made the decision to homeschool our girls. And I have about four points that I really want to talk about about how we came to this conclusion and how we decided to make this decision for our girls. First, I want to say that my husband has been saying for years that he wanted our girls to be homeschooled. I have not been saying that. 
He always believed that he wanted our girls home more, but I just couldn't see how it would work. You know, I started my business three years ago, and when you're first starting something off the ground, it's it's a lot of work, it's a lot of grind, and I wasn't sure if I would be able to really give them all and give my business all at the same time in that particular season. And at some point uh, in my show, I'll talk about how my husband and I communicate. Sometimes he'll come to me with an idea that he doesn't immediately want implemented. And actually, to be honest with you all, I just realized this this year. Like my husband is a visionary, so he has a lot of big vision. But I am an implementer who is all about the smallest, finest details. And so when I hear vision, I can either go into let's implement or a little bit into panic mode, like, oh, no. So when he was mentioning this to me years ago, I was like, oh, no, what do you mean? We're trying to build. We have to wait. But he wasn't saying three years ago. But he was saying that he didn't feel like our oldest would ever start real kindergarten in a public school. And she's five now. So this was the year that actually a few months ago, I was thinking like, yes, we stay in an an amazing school district. This will be perfect for her to start school. I love our neighborhood. I'm sure that, you know, she'll love the school. My husband was kind of like, hmm, I don't think that she's going. And if I could be honest with you again, Every time I would go into prayer, I would just think, oh, God, I can't wait to see how you're going to change his mind. I just know I'm going to wake up one day and he's going to be like, yeah, public school is great for for Hannah. Right. I was like, I don't know when that day will be, but I just know and believe. And that did not happen. In fact, the opposite happened. God touched me. It was one day that I was driving, and it's almost just as clear as day are the Holy Spirit leading me to not put Hannah in public school. And I was so excited that I called my husband, and I was like, you were right. She's not going. I was like, I finally get it, and I finally know that we need to homeschool. And in true fashion that my husband does, he's like, mm-hmm, I already knew. So how do we come to this, this this conclusion? Number one is we're very Holy Spirit-led. We are extremely Holy Spirit-led, and we try to really follow his leading all of the time. And even though my husband, of course, when it comes to the, the schooling and a lot of the intricate details of the children, he'll let me kind of figure out what I think is best as far as schedules and things like that. But He also knows that I'm going to be very in tune to what the Spirit is saying to both of us. And it was one day I was just riding in the car, and after having a few conversations with Hannah about some things that she had heard from her preschool, just among some of the children, I really started telling myself, I really want our children to be in a Christian school. I really want them to be in a Christian environment, and I really, really want them to be home more. Now, prior to this drive in the car, I had never really researched homeschools. I had never really researched any of that. So it was kind of like, okay, God, I really don't know what I'm doing, but I trust that if I'm Holy Spirit led, that you will show me and direct me to everything that I need to know. You know what I believe? I believe that we really get anxiety because honestly, we're not really trusting God. We say that we are, we say that we trust him, 
But if you're experiencing anxiety or worry, it's probably because you haven't totally trusted that God will lead you however you're supposed to be led. And so there were a couple of moments where I began my search and I started getting very frustrated. I started saying like, okay, God, this is not what I'm looking for. This is not, I just really need, I just really need you to show me. But one thing about God is that he is definitely a God of his own time. It doesn't matter how you want him to come in your time. God will move in his own timing as long as we trust him. So that's point number one, which leads me to point number two. We go with our peace. So we decided that for us, we wanted to put our girls in a hybrid program, a Christian hybrid homeschool. So what does that mean? That means that They go to a Christian private school two days a week, so on Mondays and Wednesdays. And then the rest of the curriculum is really set up where they'll be able to do homeschool work on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But Fridays is Mommy Daughter Day. That's what we've coined it. So every Friday for us will be a different field trip different places. And when I say they've already given me a list of everywhere they want to go, they've already done that. So I searched for a while before I found a really good hybrid program. But when I found it, I just knew, you know, I just, there's something about God's leading where you have complete peace in God's perfect will. There will always be perfect peace. Let me repeat that. In God's perfect will, there will always be perfect peace. And so when I finally found this Christian hybrid homeschool program, I knew that was it. And I was super excited with it. So I always tell people what may work for my family may not necessarily work for yours and vice versa. There are some people who there are some business owners that I know who who's who they homeschool their children at home every day. And that works great for them. For our schedules, that doesn't work great for us, but we we really had to sit down and really assess our schedules, which is point number three. We really assessed our schedules. Listen, y'all, we are busy. Busy is not like, when I say busy, I mean busy in all capital letters and all the extra letters that go along with it. That's like busy. Okay, like we're super busy all of the time. And so we wanted to figure out, okay, how does this work? How does this really work for our family? Because again, what may work for my family may not work for yours and vice versa, but it's really important for you to assess what works for your own schedule. And you know what was really on our heart, you all, is that we don't like being away from our children very much. We really miss them. It's very bad because the moment that I'm on the airplane, I cannot stop looking through all 3,000 of my pictures that are in my phone. And I'll look at my husband and say, oh, look, this is when she was six months old. And it's like I just left them 10 minutes ago. But I just really like, out of all the people, if I can hang with any person on the planet, any group of people on the planet, I would still pick my my family. My girls are some of the most hilarious children I've ever met in my life. Not just hilarious children, but they are very funny. They are very witty, very smart, and I really enjoy hanging with them. But with that, I realized that the traditional school system 
doesn't really a lot for a lot of days off. Uh, I remember when I was in high school, you know, I was a little bit of a problem teenager. And so I didn't go to high school a lot. My senior year, I skipped school a lot. But of course, because I skipped school a lot, I was truant a lot as well. And so the traditional school system, you know, if our girls miss too many days, they would be knocking on our doors saying like, what's going on? Your kids need to be in school. But I really want to get to a point where if we're learning about, you know, like if we're learning about certain animals I want to take them to a zoo in another country or another state like let's take a week and go to the Chattanooga Aquarium so in science this week we're studying dolphins let's go to Chattanooga for a week let's go to this place for a week let's go to Spain for a month let's go that's really our dream we really want to take our girls on an adventure I believe some of the greatest things can be learned by exploration and so we've decided hey we don't want them to just be locked into a classroom I want to expose them to so many different adventures Uh, and of course with that being said we'd also want to take them on ministry trips with us as well they're getting a little bit older where they really don't like being separated from us very much So we want to start traveling with them, but not just for church, but for just adventures as well. Um, Growing up, you know, I didn't take any vacations as a child. And because of that, because I wasn't exposed to much, my view and me being able to dream big was very limited. Because when you're exposed to more, you can do more. And when you see more, you can have a desire to achieve more. And so even now, we really surround ourselves around so many possibilities and we surround ourselves around people who have dreamed big and accomplished big things because I'm like, wait a minute, if you've done this and I can do it. So we really want to expose our children to a different lifestyle than either of us had. And again, it's not about, you know, what's good and what's bad for some of you that are listening to me you know there's some single moms that are listening to me and you're like well I don't have a schedule like that listen God knows exactly the season that you're in right now I want you to rest in the season that you're in right now and I want you to understand that you know if if these are your desires then God can make a way for you just trust his leading he is a magnificent God Anything that is on your heart. And one thing that I realized about the desires of my heart is that when you're really hooked into God, he'll place his desires in your heart. He'll literally give you the desires of his heart and you'll begin to say, I don't know why, but I woke up and all of a sudden I want to live in a certain state or all of a sudden I want to go to a different school or All of a sudden, I feel led to, you know, be around this person or all of a sudden I feel led to pursue this person. And you'll feel like it's all of a sudden, but it's not. God is literally infusing you with his will for your life. And you may feel like, well, I just had a change of heart. And that's not really what it is, is that God has now infused you with his heart and you are basically really steering yourself in the direction of what you're starting to feel. So that's exactly what happened to me. A few months ago, I had no desire to homeschool our children. And it's something about riding in that car on that hot summer day when I knew this was the year to do that. Which Another thing, which if you've been following me for a really long time, especially on my Facebook lives, and if you don't watch my weekly Facebook lives. Listen, you are missing out. That's why I bring all the jokes, all the good stuff. That's where I, 
you know, I, I tell everything in my Facebook Live. So you definitely want to follow my public figure page, okay? Amanda Ferguson. My personal page, I do not use it anymore. I do not friend request anyone. I do not accept friend requests because I'm just not on there anymore. But if you've been following me for a while, then you've also heard that my husband and I want another baby. So this fall, we are about to start trying for our last child. Now people say, are you trying for a boy? Well, technically, you can't. <laughs> Whatever it is, it just is. And it just comes out. But we are trying for a very healthy baby. Now, of course, I'm sure my husband would love to have a boy. I think most fathers would. And I think having a boy would be amazing. But the good news is because we already have three girls, I definitely know what to do with a girl. So we really want to have a baby and we really want to have more flexibility in our schedule. So that's another reason why we're homeschooling. Uh, I have never had the opportunity to, in my in my mind, really enjoy a baby. What does that mean? Hannah was born first, so you know we were able to enjoy her for a few months. But four months into my pregnancy with her, I mean, four months into her being born, I got pregnant with Maya. Can you imagine? I still don't know what we were thinking, y'all. Four months? Oh my gosh! Just to think of it. If I could do it again, would I still do it that way? No. But that's why God doesn't let you know everything in advance because then you would be like, no. But they are so close and they really, they're, they're best friends. And so I'm really glad that we did it that way. But when Hannah was four months old, then I got pregnant. And of course, when Maya was born, Hannah was only 13 months. So you can only imagine. It was like a madhouse. It's like my husband was running around with one baby. I had the other baby, y'all. It was a madhouse. Hannah was still on bottles at night. It was it was very stressful. And so I really don't feel like, honestly, that I was able to enjoy Maya's newborn phase because I was just trying to fight to stay awake and I was trying to juggle bottles and nursing and, oh, y'all, <laughs> it was too too much. And then we had another bright idea. When Maya was 15 months, we said, let's get pregnant again. <laughs> now, and just to be real with you all, I still felt like, okay, let's start trying to get pregnant because I had been on birth control for a while. But I didn't expect that when we tried, we would be pregnant in two days. <laughs> I was like, let's just start you know, trying and preparing, but you know, it may take a few months. Y'all, three weeks later, I woke up. No, three weeks later, you guys, I was asleep and my husband was actually irritated with me because I was supposed to go and get my hair done, but I could not wake up. I was like, I'm so sleepy. He was like, babe, this is a big photo shoot. I was like, look, I'll curl my own hair. I was like, I'm so sleepy. What is wrong with me? And after three more hours of sleep, I woke up and said, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I was like, that's what's wrong with me. And I went to Target, y'all. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm pregnant. So, yeah. So you can imagine what that was like, being pregnant, having a 15-month-old and a two-year-old. Yes. True story. True life. 
So this time is a bit different. Hannah is about to be six, Maya is about to be four, and Alina is about to be three. We're in a totally different season of our lives, and so we want more flexibility. With that being said, you all, I'm kind of changing a lot right now. I'm changing a lot in my business. I've decided that next year I'm not really doing a lot of live programs because I just really want to be pregnant. For me, the the height of who I am and who I want to be is not to be a boss babe, even though I run a very successful company. It's not to be a boss babe. It is really to be a wife and a mom. It's really to be a Proverbs 31 woman, a woman who can hold down her position as a wife, hold down her position as a mom, and still make her own. She was successful in her own right, but her success, her success first came from her position of maintaining everything else. And so I want my girls to see, and actually Hannah painted me a picture last week. It was so cute. It was a picture of us, and she wrote that Mommy was going to work, but she was holding my hand. And she was like, Mommy, I want to be like you. You're a Mommy, and, you, you know, you're with Daddy, and you still go to work. And, y'all, I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, I'm about to cry. I'm like for real about the cry, y'all. That really, that really did something to me because that's what I want them to see. I want them to see that, yes, daddy comes first and then you're next. But I also love having my own brand and my own business. And I love, you know, I have over 200 women that have gone through my academy. And I just want to let you all know this. In just a few weeks, in September, what is the date, you guys? I, I got so teary-eyed, I forgot my, my next words. September 10th, you all, Feminine Woman Academy registration is opening. I have to say this because earlier this year, I was telling everyone I didn't think that I was going to open it back up again until next year. But the reason that I'm telling you about this now is because I really, really want to focus in 2020 just on having a baby, just on homeschooling, and I'm not really going to be doing a lot of programs at all next year. Right now, I have no intentions to do a live academy registration for 2020. I will probably be somewhere trying to learn how to swim or, or something with a big pregnant belly and really just trying to make sure that I'm holding down the house. And so I'm not even, my biggest goal for 2020, why am I getting teary out again? <sighs> my biggest goal for 2020, y'all, is to have a baby and spend just, I can't even count, countless hours with my family, travel on the road, and just really be a mom. With that being said, that means that I'm pouring everything into my academy this fall, so Again, last last uh, season of the show, I told everyone, slide in my DMs and let me know if you're going to be one of those 100 women who will be welcoming into the Academy. Now, I'm pretty sure there will be more than 100 because, oh gosh, whew, there have been so many women who've already been inquiring. But if that's you, I want you to go ahead and just slide in my DMs on Instagram and just let me know like, hey, you can expect to see me in the Academy because, of course, I would hate for you to wait until 2021 just to be a part of the Academy. Because I'm telling y'all, next year, I'm going to be somewhere in somebody's uh, pregnancy Zumba class, <laughs> like pregnancy Zumba class, trying not to eat hamburgers every day. All right. 
Okay, so that comes to point number four, which is to always remain flexible. So I've talked a lot about homeschool and that regard of hybrid Christian homeschool for right now is just for Hannah and Maya. Unfortunately, Alina is not old enough to join the program because she isn't three yet. Once she turns three, she'll be able to, but she can't join yet. So what we decided to do for Alina was a really amazing Montessori school. Guys, if you haven't research Montessori. Just go Google it. It's copious amounts of information on the internet. Montessori School for Alina has been a game changer. One thing you have to know about my girls, they are super independent and real leaders. And what I've been noticing about Alina is that she doesn't really fit into the mold of a traditional school in the right where you sit when you're supposed to sit. You do all the activities when they want you to do it. She's very, she kind of beats to her own drum. She kind of dances to the beat of her own drum. And because we parent that way where we teach them that we're not in control of them, that they're in control of each other, that they're in control of themselves, we really wanted to steer her in a different curriculum that really empowered her to become more of a leader, but also knowing that she has to remain respectful. I kind of had a negative outlook on Montessori before because I was like, what do the kids do all day? Do they just go run wild? (laughs) Like, do they just stand up, bounce on tables all day? Like, no, my kids are not doing this. But I just want you to be open to it. Of course, I'm not telling you to go put your kids in Montessori, but I would tell you that just knowing your options and seeing a different perspective, I absolutely love it. So the first day, I would say the first 10 minutes of Alina starting at school, I knew that it was the one for her. She just blossomed. I left her water bottle at home so I brought it back maybe an hour or two later and she was by the little sink washing dishes you all I'm um, like they have like play dishes and, and play food she was washing all this stuff so they let them go and put water in the sink and put soap in the sink and just wash. she was having so much fun it's so amazing to see her thrive I never want to stifle their leadership abilities I never want to stifle who they are or their personalities I really want them to grow and show them that yes you can be a leader of course you have to be respectful but for her that has been absolutely amazing So this year, we're flexible enough to know that it's our dream and our hope that Alina will be joining Hannah and Maya in the hybrid Christian program. But also, we're also flexible enough to know that it's very possible that she may still thrive more in Montessori school. And I know you may have the question, well, why don't you just take them to a Christian Montessori school? I'm glad you asked. We haven't because... We haven't found one that we love. Now, if we found one that we loved here, that would be amazing. But we haven't found one that we love here. So we've decided for now that Alina will be there and Hannah and Maya will be doing more, you know, hybrid homeschool types of things. But also we are so flexible. One thing that I love in the Bible is when you talked about Hannah. Uh, I'm not going to get into a deep Bible study because we're almost out of time. But if you really read the story of Hannah, it says that Hannah basically made a coat for her son year to year. And so she wasn't around him every day, but she made him something for him to wear every single year. What stood out to me most in this story was that 
Hannah wasn't really around him, which means that God had to give her a lot of prophetic insight to what he would need from year to year. Like how in the world would she know how his dimensions or his height or his size or his weight? She really had to have a lot of prophetic insight. So the way that we navigate our family is that we're not planning for 10 years from now or five years from now. We're asking God, what do you want us to do now? What are you saying now? What type of curriculum do you want our girls to be in for this year? And we'll figure everything else out next year. But I think it's really hard for the natural mind because our natural mind tells us, well, that's being irresponsible. Or our natural mind would tell us, well, they're already in a good school. Why, why switch them? Why move things around? But for us, we've learned to be very flexible because just because something was amazing last year for them doesn't mean that it will be amazing this year. So I want you to stay tuned on my journey and just see how our girls are thriving. They are in extracurricular activities now. So they're in dance class. They're in tap, ballet, and jazz, which is they say is pretty challenging for them, but they love it. They're in art class. So we're really exposing them to several things just for them to see, you know. We want them to be introduced to it because maybe they'll love it and maybe they won't. And either way, it's fine, but at least they'll be able to explore. If you have any questions, I'm free to answer. So you can just Instagram message me. Don't Facebook message me because I do not answer my Facebook messages. But I look forward to talking to you soon. And thank you for always tuning in, for always writing reviews, for always showing up every single week. It's like I feel like we have a Monday morning date. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Talk soon.